What is going on, you beautiful people, and welcome back to the Freedom Falls podcast, the only podcast in the world of Fry's free living and happy thinking. It is Friday. It is actually the weekend of homecoming here at my college, and um, yeah, everything's looking like a zoo over here. Like, people are moving and hustling. I've got a container full of nails, don't ask why, but it sounds like maracas. Put me in a band. Okay, today's podcast, I'm super excited, man. I I lately have been really fired up about trying new things and meeting new people and stuff like that. And I don't know, I kind of go through phases to where like I either isolate myself or I just go balls to the wall and just try to meet as many people and do as many things um, as I can in a week. And right now I'm in that stage of uh, feeling extremely extroverted and wanting to go uh, meet new people and try new things. And I'm loving it. I mean, I've always liked doing that because I'm always, I've always been kind of an extroverted person, but you know, every now and again, I have my, uh, secluded moments and I like to have time by myself and such like that. But I do really enjoy, um, the aspect of trying new things and, uh, meet new people. One thing in particular that I recently did was I saw that one of my buddies posted on his Instagram of a meeting that was going on one day. Uh, it was about like a fellowship, Christian athlete, something like that. Um, and, you know, I mean, I'm kind of interested in that stuff because I am fairly religious myself. And I've always kind of wanted to be involved in something like that or at least be around people that are like that. And so, yeah, I kind of thought, you know what? I'm not doing anything at 8 o'clock. Let's go do that. So, hop in the car. Boot scoot and boogie all the way down to where this meeting was being held. And the only person I knew that was in this uh, organization was my buddy who I went to school with, who later went to the same college as me. And I guess he, you know, has a role in this organization or whatever. And so, yeah, I mean, I was pretty excited to see him because I haven't seen him in a few years. But, you know, I was like, you know what? I think he'll be pretty stoked if I just pop in and be like, yo, was good, home slice. So that's what I did. I, uh, yeah, went there at eight, said hi to my buddy, and yeah, met some new people that I have never seen before in my entire life and, you know, introduced myself and basically said, you know what, I'm, I'm on a goal to just do new things and meet new people. Uh, I've really been kind of focusing on that this week as far as getting out of my comfort zone and just going up to random people and just saying what's up. Kind of, it's kind of weird because you would think that that would go a lot smoother, but it almost is like, I don't know, it sounds better on paper than it really does in real life because most people I encounter are, I don't know, I feel like they're way too just like tense and I wouldn't say uptight's the word, but they're too locked in and like the day-to-day motions and stuff like that. So whenever someone 
like kind of pulls them out of that routine of just going about their day you know it just kind of throws them off and I don't know if people really know how to react to stuff like that but I like testing stuff like that and seeing how it goes so so yeah this meeting went great I got to meet a few new people got to introduce myself and you know what I'm doing here and Yeah, so we actually played this game to where, like, all the people that showed up got in a giant circle side by side, and it was so funny. Whenever we did this, I was like, come on, someone has to have a tarp because we're about to do that thing when you were a kid in PE class and everyone gets in a circle and then holds the end of a tarp, and then you lift up the tarp really, really fast and then you sit on it behind you and it creates like this pyramid kind of like TP thing with like air slowly getting out of the top. It's super cool. It's like you're trapping the air. You know, you would just know the magical experience that that tarp thing was as a kid. I don't even know what it's formally called or how they discovered this, but I don't care. And it's just a cemented part in my childhood. That I was getting flashbacks of as soon as they told everyone to get in a circle. So the game was you would look to the person directly across from you. Make eye contact. You know, give a little subliminal flirtatious look. And then when they say go, you would go to your partner and introduce yourself. um, Yada, yada, yada. And then you would get back in a circle. So that's exactly what I did. I didn't lock eyes with anyone, but I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm pointing my peripherals in the general direction across from me and just, you know, hope someone clicks. So they say go and everyone just mosh pits, okay? It went from going to an organized circle to, wow, I, I'm at a Suicide Boys concert. So so people are just walking in every which direction. And out pops this girl out of the crowd and I'm like, cool, she's by herself, I'm by herself, boom, we're partners. So I look at her, hold on my hand, and I'm like, howdy, my name is Nick. And yeah, so we get back in a circle and, you know, I just start going through the motions of introducing myself. You know, I'm like, you know, I tell her what I'm doing in college and, you know, she does the same. But in the back of my head, I'm thinking, you know what, I should, I, I need to ask her like what, what her, um, you know, what her life aspirations are because I love little icebreaker questions, but man, dude, they can get old. Can we like normalize asking deep questions like right off the rip? Like, hi, my name is Nick. Like, what do you want to do before you die type thing, you know? Like, I don't I don't care about your dog. I don't care about your cat. I want to know what makes you insecure, okay? We're, we're digging to the levels below the crust of the earth here. You know, stuff like that. Like, I, I would just, I would thrive in an environment where that existed. Which, honestly, I should try to implement that into uh, new conversations and see how that goes. But it's weird, man. I think people are just kind of... Um, I think people are just naturally hesitant to come out of their shell a little bit. Which I think is normal, but the more times you come out of your shell a little bit, you're more inclined to continue to do more, you know, just non-traditional patterns per se and it gives me a thrill doing that i hope it gives other people a thrill because golly man dude these conversations are just too boring man we need to 
We need to be upping up the stakes in our social game, okay? We, we, need to be, we need to be asking people questions like we're hiring for the FBI. But, like, the FBI is, like, our friend group, you know? So after a little bit of me and this girl talking for a little bit and, you know... So after a little bit of uh, me talking to this girl back and forth, um, they announced that the game was going to be one person was going to take their shoe off and hand it to the other person, and the other person was going to be blindfolded. So I was the person blindfolded, and then this chick took her shoe off and gave it to me, and I'm like, okay, this is this is already getting weird, but I kind of like it. So I had to throw her shoe in the middle of this pit, and everyone else threw their shoe in the middle of this thing also. And I would have to go find this shoe blindfolded, and then attempt to put it back on this chick and then return back to the circle. Immediately, I was like, this is this is so awesome because I haven't done any weird crap like this in forever. So this is like, this is like the 4th of July, okay? So I chunked this chick's shoe like we're never going to see it again. And, you know, everyone else throws their shoe in the pile. And then pretty soon they go, all right, three, two, one, boom. I'm like, ah, oh, shoot, we are back in the mosh pit, boys. But this time, we're blindfolded. I have no sense of direction. The GPS has officially turned off, but I know one mission, okay? We're trying to find a shoe. Thankfully, she's in my corner guiding me, like, where to go, you know? I guess the rules were, like, you couldn't physically guide your partner to the shoe, but you could just give them, like, verbal directions and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, this chick did it perfectly. I was locked in, ready for the shoe, and everyone else is like screaming, but like in my own head, I'm like, okay, okay, left, forward, back, rotate, you know, boom. Pretty soon I found that shoe like I was a bloodhound sniffing for the evidence, right? Got it. And then return back to the circle, put the shoe on, mid putting on the shoe. I'm like trying to like adjust her foot to just slip in the sucker so we could win. Absolutely crushes my thumb with the back of her heel. And I, you know what? I felt already just excited that I was just doing something just fun and spontaneous like this. And I was like, you know what? I don't care if she may have just decapitated my poor thumb with this little size six of an ankle. But, you know, if that's what it is, that's what it is. So in my head, we won. But I took off the blindfold and pretty much everyone was already in the circle. And I was like, OK, well, um, there's that. But. That was super fun. Like, after the game, we all sat down and had a little, like, powwow type story time. And, yeah, it was really fun. I, honestly, I genuinely enjoyed that experience. Like, because I had never done uh, something like that in quite a long time, honestly. I mean, I felt like I was in middle school. But, honestly, man, feeling like kid again can always feel good. So, yeah, after uh, the games and everything wrapped up, I said bye to my buddy and headed out but see man after i got home i was feeling electric like i i was riding that social butterfly high for like two days and that just like proved to me i was like you see you need to go out and do stuff more like that because it just makes you feel good like i i think i naturally like just doing stuff like that and yeah that was a really good experience it kind of reminds me of the first time I went and hung out with the Wake team. Um, that was also a, like, exhilarating, like, experience as far as, like, doing new things and meeting new people. Um, super cool stuff like that.
and also it's like, you know, you shouldn't be afraid to try new things or meet new people because you don't know who you're going to meet. You don't know what you're going to learn or, you know, you just don't know what opportunities can be presented to you, whether you expect them or not. You know, here in the Midwest, it is getting a little colder. We are officially in the month of October. I can't believe the last episode was almost a month ago. That does not seem right. I mean, that feels like it was like two weeks ago. But anyway, we are getting into the fall slash winter season. I'm going to miss summer a lot, man. I I absolutely had a blast. I went to the lake a lot. I went outside a lot. And it was great. Like, this past summer, like, has felt like one of the longer ones in the recent years. And it felt really good to just do as much as possible and really just soak in um, other stuff I'm working on and stuff outside of school. I did have summer school, but believe it or not, that didn't intervene too much on my day-to-day stuff and traveling a whole bunch and things like that. So that's good. But with it getting cooler, the water sports department isn't doing so hot. And wakeboarding is not the ideal sport to do when it's like 60 degrees and the water's like 40 degrees. Not ideal. But I did happen to go to a cable park like right before it got like really cold. And yeah, so I just got this new wakeboard. It's a... Size 138. I wish I got a hybrid, honestly. But it's a, uh, yeah, it's a boat board and it's got closed toed bindings. And this is my first time ripping on it ever, okay? So I figured going to this cable park, you know, get a little inclined to seeing how this board behaves and such like that before I really like hop on the boat with it. Granted, I didn't use fins at this cable park, but, you know, I still get the feel of just how it kind of maneuvers a little bit. So I drive up there one morning, and I didn't realize how cold this water was going to be. But I didn't bring a wetsuit, anything like that. I mean, it was like 70, no, it was definitely like 80-something degrees, but the water, man, that John Deere was got to be in the 60s. It was, uh... It was a tad bit chilly. So I hop in and I was kind of thrown off by the temperature of the water. But hey, that's okay. You know, we drove an hour up here and we're going we're gonna to soak in the sun, okay? Now, the last time that I was on a cable park was in Waco, Texas for the wakeboarding comp with my school. And I only went around this cable park a couple times because a i didn't have a board so in waco i think i only made it around the track like uh like a half turn you know i mean the the course is like an oval and i made it probably about half an oval i definitely didn't make it like all the way around maybe three quarters but so the goal of coming to this new wake or uh, cable park was to make it around a complete lap And apparently every cable park is different as far as how the cable acts and stuff like that. 
I necessarily don't think that's the case with boat riding. I think every cable slash wake is fairly similar behind a boat. I mean, there's a little difference, but from what I have experienced, it's it's fairly similar boat to boat and rope to rope and stuff like that. So in this cable park, I give it a couple goes and I fall actually a lot like on the starting. I didn't have that issue in Waco for some reason, but I don't know, at this cable park, I just really had trouble like starting off and getting up and stuff like that. So nevertheless, I eventually got in the groove of starting to like get up a lot easier. I actually found like sitting down at the edge of the dock helped a lot more than standing. I don't know, I could not like get out of the habit of like leaning too much forward and thus causing whatever the rope would pull me, I would just get yanked into the water like uh, like someone just picked me up and flew me forward. Not a good look. So, you know, I just stick to sitting on the edge and that worked. So I think I went around a couple times about once or twice and didn't make it around completely. But like the third or fourth try, I went around the entire course and I kept going like maybe a lap or two. And I felt like I was really getting comfortable. I, I switched between a cable park board and my boat board and... You know, obviously, the cable board is just way more maneuverable. Like, you can turn really easy on it, and you can shift your momentum a lot easier on it. And it has a lot less resistance as far as, like, water. Like, it's definitely more slick on the bottom than a boat board. So it's easier to do 180s and stuff like that and service 180s and such. So that was my next goal. So after I went around the course a couple times and kind of got acclimated to the board and the cable and stuff like that, um, the cable operator actually was kind of giving me lessons. He was like, all right, dude, well, now you should try like service 180s. And I'm like, hey, yo, like I've never tried service 180s. Like I'm pretty confident that I could do like an Ollie 180. But as far as like a service 180, like just not letting your board leave the surface, like, I don't know, it seems kind of sketchy to me because, you know, front edging. But, you know, I was like, you know, okay, I trust you. Like, if you think that I could do a surface 180 after doing a couple laps around this thing, um, yeah, I think I could do it, especially like after kind of getting used to this board, like I was feeling pretty confident. So I gave it a try or two, or actually... I think I landed the 180, the service 180, like first try. And I ride regular, so whenever I do a 180, I start to go goofy. And that's really awkward riding like that because you're switch and it just doesn't feel natural and stuff like that. But I think I went around one time uh, around like a corner switch and that didn't feel too terrible. And then eventually I went back 180, so a switch 180, and that felt really comfortable too and dude the cable operator was going nuts he was like yeah yeah and i was stoked too because i had never done 180s before especially switch 180s which they weren't that hard you know i mean i i kind of expected it to do them because you're going back to your natural stance again so i don't know 
But man, it was so sick. Like I was literally there for like three hours and oh my gosh, dude, my arms were dead. I was kind of expecting my legs to be dead because that's doing kind of the majority of the work as far as like pivoting and maneuvering on the board and such like that. But dude, you never take into account how much your arms are just going to be destroyed after that. Especially like I would have to like each time I fell off the dock, like I just have to swim back and just lift myself up. And whenever you're all wet and you have, I don't know, 20, 30 pounds of board on your feet, like it's just kind of difficult to lift yourself back up on that platform, especially after you're just tired and all that. So, you know, my arms were just completely annihilated by the end of the day. And if it wasn't for my arms, like I probably could have kept going. But, you know, I mean, after two, three hours of like constant riding, I mean, thankfully, it was kind of a blessing and a curse that I was the only one there riding that day. But no, I felt like I got some solid practice in and kind of got to get to know my board a little bit before heading on to the boat. I don't know if I'm going to ride at all um, on boat pretty soon because here's the thing, man. The water is getting cold, and your boy doesn't have a wetsuit. So unless I uh, get a couple Krispy Kreme donuts and give myself um, some natural insulation, you know, I feel like I'm going to need a wetsuit before I go out and rip, before it gets a little too cold. So I think that's the game plan, and, you know, who knows? I, I might get those Surface 180s on the boat, and pretty soon, you know, 180 wake to wake. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just saying. I am just saying. So after I left the cable park, I was thinking, you know what? I need to go to Trader Joe's because I've never been to Trader Joe's. I've just heard and seen a lot of good things about it. And uh, yeah, you know, I feel like it's one of those things you got to do it once. And I was so down to go do it because I was so close. You know, I mean, I don't have a Trader Joe's anywhere near me where I'm at right now. And, you know where I was, it was relatively close. So I was like, you know what, while I'm down here, I am going to go check it out. And it worked out because I had planned on making an in and out burger, like a homemade in and out burger. And what better way to do it than with Trader Joe's ingredients? You know, they're all about the natural stuff and all that, all that good jazz. And I'm like, you know what, you are speaking my language, Trader Joe's. So let's get some burger whipping up material. So I head down to Trader Joe's and immediately I was like, okay, I am at the right place. There's a bunch of attractive chicks everywhere. There's nice cars, Mercedes. I'm like, good Lord, this is like Whole Foods on crack. So I go in and this place is awesome. I mean, there's like artwork everywhere. There's like just farm, just aesthetic stuff just everywhere. And I'm like, okay, this this place definitely got some inspiration off Pinterest or something like that. And the little labels on the food are so nice too. I mean, it's like they're handwritten in like Sharpie and just labeled all neatly. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just, it's aesthetically pleasing. So I get all of the, so I get all the ingredients and stuff like that. I'm not going to lie. I had to ask for like half this stuff because I just didn't know where to look. And I felt like I was looking at the right places, but I clearly wasn't. But nonetheless, I got everything needed to uh, put together this burger and I was ready to move on. So I go to check out and I'm like, 
Hey, yo, my boy, this is my first time here, and I, I, I gotta say, I am enjoying this experience. And I was I was talking about, like, the artwork on the walls and stuff. He goes, oh, yeah, this is, like, all in-house stuff. Like, like the employees, like, painted this. And I was like, what? What? You got, you got health nuts and artists working here? Like, what? What's going on here, trader? The dude was also nice enough to give me a free, like, tote bag, I guess. It's kind of like whenever you go to Aldi's, I don't know if, uh, if you guys know what Aldi's is, but it's kind of like a similar, like, grocery store, you know? They don't have, like, bags or anything. Like, you usually, like, bring your own bag and stuff like that. So this guy just gave me, like, a free bag just because I complimented, like, the wall art and I told him it was my first time and all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, dude was super cool. And I was like, you know what? That was a phenomenal experience for my first time going to Trader Joe's. We got we got some bomb food to make good sandwiches with. I got to talk to this homie who was just having a grand old time working at Trader Joe's and just telling me all about it. And, um, yeah, I, I left a happy and satisfied customer. So, yeah, that is my uh, story about going to OKC recently and checking out Trader Joe's for the first time. 10 out of 10 will shop there again. So yeah, we're coming up on the weekend. Um, I don't exactly know my plans, but I know that it's homecoming. We got a game tomorrow and yeah, I'm pumped. And I'm going to try to keep up the momentum of, you know, riding that wave of meeting new people and trying new things because it's it's honestly really, really fun. So I encourage you guys to do that same thing too. And with that, I think I'll wrap up the episode there. Um, yeah, thank you for listening, whatever you've been doing this last 20 minutes or so. Um, yeah, share it if you think your homie would uh, like listening to this. Drop a follow if you want to hear more stories. And uh, yeah, just talking about life and all that good jazz. And yeah, I think that's all I got. So with that, I will see you guys next time. And yeah, peace out.